This is Living Your Big Bold Life Podcast, and I am your host, Bet Lucas. I am a mom of six crazy kids. I work as a VP in a fast-paced industry, and I've been on a health journey. But what does living your big, bold life even mean? Living boldly is having the courage to finally listen and do what your heart has been trying to tell you all along. Maybe it's to take back your health, write the book, go for the job, run the race. And I'm here to help you listen to that voice and to remind you to be you boldly. The world needs you. Hello, welcome to Living Your Big Bold Life podcast. I'm your host, Fat Lucas. Today is another episode called Bold Bite. These Bold Bite episodes tackle a topic, a listener question, or something that I think is a common misconception out there. So I not only hope that this episode is helpful for you, but maybe it's one where you can share it with a friend. Maybe a friend who's been asking you about your health journey, about your fasting journey, about your career or family journey, and it gives them a few key takeaways that they can apply to their journey. Okay, Today's bold bite is a listener request again. I love taking feedback from you. And even though some days it gets a little overwhelming with the amount of messages that come inbound, I really, really try to listen to what you say you want to hear more about. So today's episode is all about when you should eat when you are fasting and what is the best eating window for the best results. And guess what the right answer is? You guessed it. There isn't a right answer. Today, I'm going to give you examples of each of those scenarios and share with you how each of them may or may not apply to your journey. You really need to find the fasting shoe that fits you best. And similarly, like most of us don't wear the same shoes each and every day, Yes, we have a few favorites, and that's kind of what we wear most of the time. I hope you've started to realize that on your health and wellness journey, you don't need to wear the same shoe each and every day. And at times, your body is going to need different things, and that means a different shoe maybe applies to your day. So some days they're stripes, some days they're black, some days they're heels, some days they're boots, some days they're flip-flops. Well. You get the point. And guess what? I'm even being bold enough to talk about shoes you could wear when you are pregnant or breastfeeding. Yes, I'm doing it. No, I am not a medical professional. However, I do believe strongly that there are tools out there on when you eat that can help you when you are breastfeeding or pregnant. So today's episode isn't just about eating windows for when you are intermittent fasting. It's also about just eating windows in general and really the concept of what to me an eating window is. And an eating window is I'm currently eating. A fasting window is I'm currently fasting or I'm currently not eating. When you are sleeping, you're not eating. So technically, guess what? You're fasting. So whether you call these things windows or whether it's just I'm eating or I'm not currently eating, I want to share with you some examples of what I see people doing 
Because sometimes what I find happens is, is we assume there's only one way to do it. On today's episode, my goal is just to give you some examples of different windows, of different ways to eat and take a break from eating. And in each of those examples, maybe one of those applies to you and your journey today, and maybe a different one applies to you and your journey tomorrow. Or maybe you're like me. You know, in the last year and a half, I've been pregnant, not pregnant, breastfeeding, not breastfeeding, now trying to lose baby weight. I mean, I have been in so many different places. And in each of those places, when I would eat and how I would approach my fasting journey and my health journey were very different. And again, I wore a different kind of shoe. And you know what? You may be just like me, but it may be different things you're talking about. Maybe you've lost weight. Maybe you're on different medication. Maybe you're in maintenance. Maybe you're trying to put on muscle. Maybe you're trying to have a baby. There's all sorts of things that are going to possibly affect you and your journey and when you eat and how you eat. Additionally, I think we need to stop thinking that every day has to look the same because to me, I know that works for a lot of you. You really need that kind of regimented, this is how I do it each and every day. However, to me, in some ways, that can resemble calorie counting and our kind of our flawed thinking that every day our body needs the exact same amount of fuel. Every day our body and our our food must look exactly the same. Really, when it comes to fasting, when it, when it comes to your meals and when you're eating, to me, you don't want it to always be the same. A little bit of change, a little bit of, hey, today I'm wearing heels, tomorrow I'm wearing the boots, is good for your journey. And you know what? The more shoes you have in your health and fasting journey closet, the more things that you can use when and if you need them. For example, when I was pregnant, was I really fasting? No. But what tools did I use from my intermittent fasting experience? What did I apply to my pregnancy journey? Number one, trying to snack less. Number two, drinking black coffee. Number three, trying not to do late night snacking, trying not to overdo the sweets. Those are all things that I could do when I was pregnant. Additionally, I want to challenge something. Why is it that we call it fasting when someone eats breakfast at 10 and stops eating at 5? That very well may have been how your grandparents ate. That may have been how your great-grandparents ate when they were pregnant, when they were breastfeeding. Did they call that fasting? No, that was normal. Our normal way of eating needs to kind of flip on its head. We need to stop thinking that we need to be eating from the moment we wake up until the moment we go to bed. And again, this is not medical advice. This is purely just, I want you to think logically about this. Were we meant to need to eat and have access to food every minute of every day? And from the minute we woke up to the minute we went to bed, think back to your ancestors. They did not have that access to food. And guess what? The human race continued to multiply. They continued to produce. They had huge families. I'm telling you, challenge some of that thought process. So I'm not going to be able to walk through every unique eating window and eating strategy today. However, 
here are some examples of what different people do when using an eating window on their fasting journey. You could have a morning window. You could have a midday window. You could have an evening window. And when I'm talking about windows, I'm talking about an eating window today. So many of you think, and I'm sorry, incorrectly, that the only fasting window is skipping breakfast and having a dinner window. No, no, no. That can be a great window, and many of you really, really enjoy it. However, did you know that on my journey, I've actually played around a lot with a morning window and a midday window? Now, I've also done evening windows. I think all of them have some major benefits, but I also think that too often we assume that because you saw on a social media post that so-and-so is skipping breakfast and they are just wanting to eat one meal a day at dinner with their family, then that's how you need to do it. Now, again, that's a great option if you want to do that. For me, I have found I'm really a one and a half to two meal a day girl. That really fits me well. Now, I spread those eating times out or I try to. And am I perfect all the time? No. Do I never snack? No. There is really never say never. There is no perfect day on my health journey. I don't know about you. And I don't really ever worry about here and there wearing a different shoe. So for example, Early on in my health journey, if you've listened to my story, I often would open my window with a bulletproof coffee. Yes, yes, I know. Some of you think that's horrible. You think all that added fat. You think it's a high-calorie beverage, high-fat beverage. It's not helpful. Some of you love it, and some of you still use it today. Guess what? It is still a tool in my tool belt. Do I rely on it as much as I did early on in my journey? No. Does that mean I'm above it now? No, it just means I apply that tool in a different way today. I don't always have a morning window now, but before I did, I would open with a bulletproof coffee at like 5 or 6 a.m. I would have that bulletproof coffee before and during my workout. It was kind of like my pre-workout. And most of you know, I do not like pre-workouts. I do think they're a waste of money. Cynthia Thurlow and I talked about that on our on our interview a few episodes ago. Anyways, so I would open with that Bulletproof coffee. Now, I would do like two cups, two large cups when I did my Bulletproof coffee. So it was just a great start to my day. I am not often hungry for breakfast, but I wanted something. And I was coming from a typical you know, morning routine of thinking I needed breakfast, thinking I needed to start my metabolism. And Bulletproof Coffee was really a great tool to help me get away from thinking I needed to stop at Starbucks for some egg bites and a latte. It really, really helped me. And that's why I don't think it's always something to bash. Now, where can people get out of control on Bulletproof Coffee? Well, if you have a lot of body fat to lose and you're just adding fat to add fat, well, probably don't need to do that. And do I think black coffee is great and a really important thing to learn to love and learn to find black coffee options that you like or just stop drinking coffee all in all? Great. 
But I think we can't always be all or nothing people. I think we need to say, hey, maybe this tool that has helped me on my journey doesn't need to completely go away. Maybe it's just it goes back in the tool belt for a while and I can apply it when needed. Sometimes I would supplement with my Bulletproof coffee. Later, I would have like a hard-boiled egg or something a little bit lighter, often trying to get some protein. In my Bulletproof coffee, I would put collagen powder a lot of times, not always. I would just do butter or MCT oil or a little of both. Uh, I would do some cinnamon and some either vanilla or almond extract. I actually think almond extract is highly underrated. It's quite delicious. Anyway, so I would do that and then I would have a really decent size lunch. And sometimes after that lunch, I would close my window and be done. Sometimes I would end my day with like a small appetizer type thing. And I'm meaning like a few hours later, and then I would not have dinner. So some of you might call that two and a half meals a day. Some of you might call that two meals a day. I don't know. I don't care whatever you want to call that. But for me, that worked great. And if you've heard on my journey, I was just skipping dinner in the beginning a few nights a week. And Bulletproof Coffee, having that large midday meal really was powerful. So back to windows and what window is best Well, you can see in this example, you could have called that a morning window. You could have called that a midday window. Both of those, I think, can be great. Additionally, there are some of you that like to open your window around 10 to 12 and have like a high protein or high nutrient dense meal at that time. And I think that's great. I also do that a lot. I listen to my body and I say, you know, today... I'm going to open around 10.30 or 11. I just feel a little bit extra hungry. Some days I go until 1 or 2 in the afternoon. What I like to do is I try to figure out, am I really hungry? Do I really need to eat right now? Or am I bored? Am I just wanting to fill space? Is it my old eating habits coming back to me thinking that I need to graze all day? And that is my question to you. Take a big drink of water. Go for a walk go do something, and then say, am I still hungry? Do I think I need to eat? And then try really hard to focus on foods that serve your body best instead of going and grabbing for those quick hits like a a protein bar or something processed. Try to then go have a really good satiating meal or something that's going to help you get through the day. Some of you really like protein smoothies. I've talked about them on earlier episodes. I'm not here to completely bash protein smoothies. However, for many of us, sometimes they're not as satiating as real food. For some of us, they also trigger a lot of hunger. So I just would be cautious. Also, just remember that not all smoothies are created equal. And there are a lot of smoothies out there that are labeled as healthy or telling you they're healthy. And they are loaded with sugars, not just like table sugar, but fruit-based sugars. They are loaded with fruit and they are sending your blood sugars screaming to the sky. So just just be aware of what is in your smoothie if you decide to have one. Again, not against them, just something that similar to Bulletproof Coffee, they can be a tool in your tool belt, but sometimes they can be used for your good and sometimes they can actually be hurting your health journey. Okay, so a midday window, we just tackled that. That can open sometime around lunch, and then you can close it with another meal later that day 
Or maybe that day you're a one meal a day person. Everyone is different. As you've heard on my prior episode with Marty Kendall, for me and for my journey, I often do better with more of a one and a half to two meal approach. I make better food choices. I feel better and I'm not grabbing for as much, I don't know, crap food. Sorry to say it, uh, but really that's, that's true. And Whereas if I try to force all my eating in a in a smaller window for me, I tend to want all the desserts and peanut butter and and things that aren't all bad, but I just don't make as great a choices and I tend to have this sensation of wanting to, I don't know if binge is the right word, but like over consume and especially over consume the foods that don't serve me best. So we've talked about an early morning window. We've talked about a midday window. What is a late window? Well, many of my guests on the show have a late window. And if you listen closely, when they started clean fasting, they found that they could even push their window farther and farther in the day. And it does take practice. It's kind of a fasting muscle. Many of them open as early as three and as late as five, and then they close sometime that evening. A lot of them like to eat dinner with their family, with their spouse. They like to eat in their home, uh, in a peaceful place. They feel that that's a good window for them. I think that's fabulous. I do think that the majority of people tend to gravitate towards that. But the point of today's episode is to tell you that if you are finding that an evening eating window isn't serving you or you don't like it, be bold enough to change it. Be bold enough to try on another shoe. Try a midday window. Try a morning window. And realize your window does not need to be the same each and every day. Now, some will say if you're constantly changing around your windows and your fasting windows are becoming shorter and shorter, well, you might not get the results you desire or want, but only you know that. Only you know what your body needs. I'm also going to tell you something about fasting windows and fasting times today. A little secret. Do I intermittent fast every day? Well, if we count sleeping, that's fasting. I guess I do every single day. But there are days where I really don't quote unquote intermittent fast. I may open up sometime in the morning and I may close sometime in the evening. When do I do that? Well, I just listen to my body. Now, some of you tried and true intermittent fasters who've never skipped a day, that that may bug you that I do that. But you know what? I continue to have results. I'm feeling great and it works for me. And just like I'm going to believe you when you tell me what you are doing is working for you, I think the most beautiful thing we can do is say, oh, wow, that's great. So interestingly enough, sometimes my windows are morning during the week, sometimes they're midday, and sometimes they're evening. I listen to my body. I apply it to my life the way it works for my life. And I also don't overly sweat it. And if there is a day where fasting is not going to fit for me or I'm not feeling like it, I don't do it. And I know some of you, again, may stop listening and may unsubscribe me for admitting that. But you know what? Most fasting experts would be fine with that too. They don't care. They want to see you get the results that you need to get. The other thing that I want to tell you about fasting windows and an observation that I have found is that when I have done a mealless Monday, which is a long fast once a week, I can be a lot more lenient on my windows during the rest of the week and still get results. So some people do the same windows every day and that 
leads to results for them. For me, I find I can do a little bit more lenient fasts all week and not overly sweat it. And then on Monday, have a mealless Monday and I continue to see downward trends on my weight loss by doing that. So sometimes maybe it's not being as aggressive each and every day. It's being somewhere more average, more maybe more finding your Goldilocks. Like I love that, right? It's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's right where you need it. And we all have our own Goldilocks moment, okay? So you need to find your Goldilocks moment. And for me, that is what is working right now. Does it mean that is what is going to work in a few months? That Does that mean a few years? No, I'm always going to have these tools in my tool belt. I'm going to be constantly trying them out. Now, like Lisa Glick in a former interview said, we need to try something for more than five minutes. That's true too. So when I say trying on these different things and testing out what's working, doesn't mean I think you give up each and every day and and say, oh, well, that didn't work yesterday. No, but I want you to feel confident enough that you have all these shoes in your in your shoe closet. Don't be afraid to try a few other ones on. Before we close today, I want to share a couple other bold thoughts when it comes to windows and when to eat. You know, too often in the intermittent fasting community, We emphasize that if you want to start fasting, you should skip breakfast or skip dinner, right? And all the examples that I gave today were kind of in that same frame of thought. But what if we were just trying to encourage you to snack a little bit less, and that was a great baby step into fasting? What would that look like? Well, that might look like you eating breakfast, you eating lunch, you eating dinner, however, not snacking in between those meals. Additionally, when trying this, another challenge that you can do is see how far you can push out your lunch. So you're going to eat your breakfast, you're not going to snack, you're going to try to clean fast until you have your lunch. Can you make it till one? Can you make it till two? And you know what? You can and you will. And I guarantee you're going to see some progress on your health journey because you were so used to eating breakfast and grazing throughout the morning. Just trust me. Someone who talks about this idea a lot is Kelly Levesque and in her book, Body Love. It's a book I recommend often. She often encourages those that eat breakfast to try to push out their lunch till 1 to 2 p.m. And she asks them to not snack in between. In one of her podcast interviews, she uses the line, quit snacking, you're not a toddler. And I loved that so much because at the time, I couldn't believe how much I was really snacking and grazing. On healthy foods, yes, most of the time. However, I was grazing all morning on nuts, string cheese, veggies, fruit, you name it. And I was never, ever giving my digestive system a break. I was never giving my body a chance to burn its own body fat because I was consistently giving it fuel and keeping my insulin and blood sugar high. Another bold thought, maybe it's eating just a little bit less in one of those meals and not snacking. So maybe your next baby step is saying, I'm going to have two and a half meals a day with no snacks in between. So that might look like a bigger breakfast or a bigger lunch with a light dinner. There's your two and a half with no snacking in between. And 
possibly considering clean fasting during that time. Now, yes, you're not getting 12 hours in a row. You're not getting 16 hours in a row. But you are giving your body a chance to reduce insulin levels. You are giving your body a chance for blood sugars to come down. It can be a really powerful tool. And I think it's very, very underestimated and not talked about enough. The other tool that I just want to talk about one more time is when I referenced that early on in my journey, I just skipped dinner a few nights a week. What if you didn't really want to monitor your fasting windows? What if you didn't really want to call yourself an intermittent faster? What if you just skipped a meal every once in a while? What if you did what I did? What if you just skipped dinner a few nights a week? I can almost guarantee you that you would see differences on your health journey. That is something that really, really helped me. And I know it doesn't fall within a, oh, well, are you a 16, eight? Are you a 20 and four? Are you, but it does go back to finding your Goldilocks. It does go back to finding the shoe that fits you best. And those were some shoes that fit me so well. So I want to make sure and share them with you in case maybe they fit you too. Last but not least, Bulletproof Coffee. So bet, do you still have any today? Guess what? I do. Sometimes I still will open my window, my eating window with a Bulletproof Coffee. I love it. The other thing sometimes I do, let's say it's a two meal a day day and I try not to snack in between those two meals. Guess what sometimes I do? Sometimes in between those two meals, I will have a Bulletproof Coffee. It is such a treat for me. It's better than me driving through a Starbucks drive through And again, would that be clean fasting between those two meals? No. Would that be okay because it's in my eating window? It would be. Would that be everyone's recommendation out there in the health and wellness world? No. Some might say, bet, you need to skip that. You need to have black coffee then. And you know what? A lot of times I do, but sometimes I don't, and that's okay too. And I guess that's where I want to leave you with today. What you do and what you don't and what you wear, that is up to you. Here on Living Your Big Bold Life, I'm here to encourage you to be bold on your health journey, to boldly challenge what you've always been told, to boldly wear and rock the shoes that are yours and yours alone, and to be bold enough to say if those shoes are no longer working for you. Okay, my friends, here's your test. What eating window is the best eating window? Well, it's finding your Goldilocks. Have you found yours yet? See you next time. Thank you for listening today. For more information, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and my new website, betlucas.com. And remember, friends, be you boldly. The world needs you.